0: The Cyber Count in this modern retelling of, The Count of Monte Cristo, we follow Morgan, a skilled software developer who navigates the treacherous and elusive realms of the digital world to exact their calculated revenge. Chapter 1, The Fall of an Architect It was one of those nights where the stars seemed to have retracted their light, as if they, too, chose to partake in the sinister orchestration of fate that was about to ensue. Morgan sat before their array of monitors, the soft glow displaying lines of code flowing with more rhythm and grace than the most disciplined orchestra. A prodigious software developer, Morgan had the uncanny ability to delve into the complexities of the digital world with ease that belied the tranquil exterior. But tonight was different, tonight, as their fingers danced across the keyboard, an unsettling silence hung heavy in their home office. The ping of an incoming email broke the reverie. Subjectless, from an encrypted source, it was like receiving a handwritten, unaddressed envelope left on one's doorstep. With cautious curiosity, Morgan clicked it open. The message was brief but incriminating, its contents a labyrinth of insinuations that would pitch any company into chaos. It suggested a malicious web of corporate betrayal wherein Morgan was inexplicably entangled. Beads of perspiration formed on Morgan's brow as they read and reread the cryptic lines. Instinctively, Morgan wanted to dismiss it as a threat from an overzealous rival, yet something lodged itself within their psyche, an inchoate fear that their world was about to shatter. The tranquility of dawn gave no quarter to the chaos that was brewing. Just as the binary sentinels on Morgan's screen began heralding the birth of a new digital day, a cacophony of discordance erupted outside their residence. The unmistakable crunch of boots, the venomous hiss of whispered commands, Morgan knew that sound well, the sound of fate coming with handcuffs. Their instincts screamed to run, to dissolve into the river of data they mastered, but there was nowhere to hide from what was to come. The door crumpled under the force of a battering ram, splinters flying as if to escape the tragedy about to unfold. SWAT members, clad in gear that looked more suited to war than a civilian arrest, flowed into the room, a tide of authority and intimidation. Morgan, you are under arrest for corporate espionage, the lead officer announced, the cold edge of his voice cutting through the room's confusion. Handcuffed, Morgan's mind raced, how could it have come to this? The enigmatic email, its envenomed words, they were the Achilles' heel, it seemed. The courtroom was an amphitheater of judgment, the audience a mixture of the curious and the condemnatory. Morgan sat silently as a tableau of deceit was painted for the court. Witnesses, like puppets on the strings of the true perpetrator, wove a tale of betrayal and theft so elaborate, so implausible, that it bordered on Shakespearean tragedy. The evidence was damning, not because it bore the weight of truth, but because it was so meticulously fabricated project files, communications, financial records, every digital footprint had been perverted into an effigy of treachery bearing Morgan's likeness. Their defense was a galleon trying to navigate an ocean storm with no sails, Morgan's own expertise had been turned against them. Each exhibit presented by the prosecution was another nail in the coffin, sealing Morgan further into the false narrative of their alleged crimes. As the gavel fell, the silent verdict echoed louder than any proclamation the judge could have made. Guilt cast upon him like a death shroud, the chamber of justice had become a theater of the absurd. Morgan was to be the architect of a digital labyrinth no longer, cast instead into the abyss of a concrete cell for a crime woven from the shadows of deceit and greed. Their fate was set, but behind the stoic gaze that met the judgment of the court, a spark of resistance kindled. There, in the clutches of misfortune, the seeds of vengeance began to take root. Chapter 2, The Abyss of Code In the shadowed confines of a prison cell, where the only light seemed to bleed through the bars from the fluorescent soullessness of the outer corridor, Morgan found themselves face to face with their new reality. It was a four-walled purgatory, vibrating with the distant echoes of the inmates' lamentations and the heavy sense of resignation that hung thickly in the air like fog. Here, in this desolate realm far removed from the digital utopias Morgan once crafted, an unexpected encounter waited. The cellmate whom fate had assigned to Morgan's journey was an enigma, swathed in the dull grayness of the prison garb, Valentine, In demeanor, Valentine was undisturbed by the overall bleakness of the shared confines. With an age-worn face that seemed to have weathered far more than the mere rot of incarceration, he regarded Morgan with something akin to quiet consideration. His eyes held unspoken stories, and from the first interaction, it was evident that he was not just another lost soul of the system but more so a keeper of secrets. Technology, Valentine began one listless afternoon, his gravelly voice breaking the monotonous silence. Is the closest thing to magic we mortals will ever truly wield. The statement resonated with Morgan, rekindling a spark dulled by the disheartening trudge of days marked only by the predictable clamor of metal gates and the warden's barked orders. Morgan, who'd always viewed their code as an extension of the very essence, felt a curious pull towards the old man. In the days that followed, conversations materialized from thin air, focusing on philosophies and the transformative power of technology, threads that wove an unspoken bond between the two. Valentine, displaying a surprisingly intricate awareness of the digital realm, often mused about the early days of cyberspace, a frontier less tread and wild with possibility. In one of these dialogues, as though determining Morgan was ready to shoulder the weight of the revelation, Valentine spoke in hushed tones of his past life. He regaled tales of digital alchemy, how before his time in chains, he'd hidden away a fortune in cryptocurrency, a treasure trove now considered nothing short of urban legend. Fortunes in the digital domain are like ghosts, Morgan, they can haunt with the same intensity as they can liberate, he whispered, a sculptor of words crafting images of an opulent existence that Morgan could only dream of from within these steel bars. Intrigued yet skeptical, Morgan listened intently as Valentine detailed an elusive piece of code, the key to a forgotten digital wallet, brimming with wealth untraceable and untouched by the hands of law. To Morgan, it sounded like a fairy tale, or worse, the cruel jest of an imprisoned mind too long deprived of freedom. But as Valentine continued, providing fragments of reality, proofs hidden within the intricate web of the blockchain, Morgan's skepticism slowly chipped away. The realization hit with the force of a rogue wave, here, despite the oppression of the chaining circumstances, true freedom could be but a series of keystrokes away. The digital wallet, if it indeed existed outside the ramblings of an old man's imagination, could be the key to reclaiming the life unjustly ripped from Morgan's grasp. Through each secretive conversation beneath the dull thrum of the prison's atmosphere, Morgan's resolve solidified. Where there was once hopelessness, now simmered the possibility of escape, not through the physical walls that contained them, but by transcending them through the vast wilderness of code they were once master of. With Valentine's cryptic guidance, Morgan began to thread the pieces together, the code slowly taking shape like a map to unfathomable treasures. It became the shared endeavor, the combined form of rebellion against a world that had shunned them, a silent conspiracy burgeoning in the abyss of ones and zeros, in the intangible landscapes where fortunes were forged and lost with a mere click, a landscape Morgan was eager to navigate once more. Thus, with every passing day the code became clearer, and the bond between Morgan and Valentine, mentor and protege, grew stronger. It was a glimmer of hope amidst despair, a path leading out of the abyss not by climbing, but by diving further into the code, the kind of depths only a few dared to delve. Chapter 3, Digital Alchemy in the stillness of the cramped cell, two figures sat hushed over the dim light of a contraband laptop, its screen flickering with strings of code that spilled out like the very secrets of the universe. Morgan's fingers danced across the keyboard with the grace and precision of a concert pianist, while Valentine, the enigmatic inmate with an uncanny knowledge of digital currencies, peered on with a sage-like patience. For years, it's been here, hiding in plain sight, a forgotten relic of a nascent digital age, Valentine whispered, his voice barely above the hum of the computer's processor. But like all treasures, it requires a key, a cipher only the worthy can unravel. Morgan's eyes narrowed, the gears within their mind whirring as they pieced together the delicate puzzle Valentin had laid out. Each line of code was a filament of a larger web, a complex encryption that guarded a fortune few could imagine. To most, it was a riddle wrapped in an enigma, but to Morgan, it was the lifeline out of this digital abyss. As they worked, the rest of the prison lay immersed in its nocturnal routine, the quiet murmur of confined lives punctuated by the occasional clang of a metal door, the reminder of their caged existence. But within the boundaries of their cell, Morgan and Valentine sought liberation, not from iron bars but from the intangible chains that tethered them to their past lives. Suddenly, the relative calm shattered as an uproar emanated from the cell block, the sound of shouting and chaos ricocheting through the walls. A riot had erupted, incited by a dispute long festered amongst the inmates, now boiling over into unrestrained pandemonium. Fortune favors the bold, and the chaotic, Valentine mused, the corner of his lips curling into a knowing smile. Now's our chance. With a flurry of keystrokes, Morgan capitalized on the commotion, the digital incursion masked by the prison's strained resources, all attention drawn away from the silent war being waged in the cyber realm. They navigated the labyrinth of the web with stealth bred from years of wielding technology as both a shield and a sword. And then, a moment of perfect clarity, the code yielded, crumbling like an ancient wall to the relentless siege of Morgan's intellect. Before them lay the doorway to a digital wallet, a vault untouched since its creation, its value compounded by the volatile tides of an ever-evolving cryptocurrency market. We did it, Valentine. Morgan's voice was a mix of triumph and disbelief. The figures displayed on the screen were astronomical, a volatile river of digits now at Morgan's command. The glow of the screen painted their faces in shades of blue and green, casting them as sculptors of a new destiny. It's only the beginning, my friend, Valentine said, his eyes gleaming with pride and something else, a spark of revolution. What was once a weapon used against you is now yours to wield. Remember, Morgan, wealth is power, but how you exercise it shall define you. As the riot outside crescendoed to a fever pitch, within the confines of their sanctum, Morgan and Valentine beheld the genesis of a grand transformation. The birth of a new titan of the digital age, a figure draped in pixels and enigma, stepping forth from the shadow of disgrace into the blinding light of infinite possibility. Here, in a realm where codes held dominion, Morgan had forged the first tool of their vengeance, and in doing so, had become the architect of their own future, one not bound by chains or stone walls, but by the limitless expanse of cyberspace and in the heart of the digital storm they had unleashed, Morgan smiled, a smile that held the weight of secrets and the promise of retribution, a cyber count reborn. Chapter 4, Chains of Fortune. The clank of iron gates and the murmur of the guards faded into a silence that carried more freedom than Morgan had heard in years. It was the sound of liberation, brought forth not by mercy but by an unforeseen twist of legal bureaucracy, a loophole of such obscurity that even the sharpest legal minds had grazed past it without a glance. Yet here Morgan stood, on the precipice of the world they once knew, the shackles that had bound them now lying discarded, footprints of a stormy past left to be washed away by the tides of fortune. Against all likelihood, the rigorous paperwork that accompanied the judicial process had been their unwitting saviour. A clerical error, a misfiled document, had transformed from an insignificant speck of dust into the keystone that crumbled the walls of their confinement. An appellate court, bemused and yet constrained by the letter of the law, had no choice but to order Morgan's release. And sir, so, the prisoner who once meticulously crafted digital labyrinths was exonerated by the very labyrinth that had ensnared them. Morgan stepped out, blinded momentarily by the piercing rays of the afternoon sun. The world seemed different now, not just freed from the monochromatic existence of the inside, but vibrating with the potential of what could now be enacted upon it. Justice had failed them once, but now it was their turn to reset the scales. As twilight settled over the city, Morgan sat in a nondescript cafe, a laptop opened before them. Their fingers danced across the keyboard with a purpose that stretched beyond mere communication with the machine. It was the rhythm of creation and destruction, a symphony of intent and intelligence. The first steps of retribution had begun with the crafting of a new identity, pilfered pieces of data woven into the fabric of a digital spectre. This phantom would be wealthy, influential, and, most importantly, untraceable. Through the veils of Tor networks and the encrypted depths of cryptocurrency exchanges, Morgan channeled the untold wealth that Valentin had entrusted to them. The digital wallet, an unassuming guardian of a virtual El Dorado, poured its golden streams into a network of new wallets, investments, and silent partnerships that began to carve Morgan's influence into the bedrock of the financial world. With each transfer and transaction, they felt the surge of power that came not from wealth itself, but from the machinations it would afford them in their quest for retribution. Money was merely the instrument, the orchestration of vengeance was the true art. In the sanctity of a rented room that overlooked the city, Morgan spilled out the blueprints of reprisal. Charts, digital maps, and code filled the screens, each a brush stroke in the grand canvas of their plot. Alex, once a friend and now a nemesis, sat unknowing at the center of a web that was silently being spun around him. The threads were invisible, the signs imperceptible, but with each passing moment, the snare grew tighter, woven by an unseen hand. Whispers of a newfound, enigmatic benefactor began to circulate among cutthroat corporate circles. An investor, shrouded in mystery, challenged the markets with strategic fervor. With foundations laid and subtle influence firmly established like a specter in the zeitgeist, Morgan was poised for the imminent acts that would shake the very pillars of Alex's empire. Soon, they knew, the stage would be set, and the players, each a pawn in Morgan's grand scheme, would find themselves caught in the orchestration of a requital that would resound through the annals of digital infamy. For Morgan, each calculated move was not born of greed, but fueled by the righteous flame of revenge. The chains of fortune had been forged anew, and they were unbreakable. Chapter 5, Echoes in the Network Under the veil of night, the hum of a million servers pulsed like the heartbeat of the modern world. Each bite of data whispered secrets as it raced through the veins of the internet, oblivious to the ambitions of the individuals it served. But within this digital expanse, one corner remained silent, wiped clean, a digital ghost town where once had stood the lively history of a software architect known as Morgan. Synchrony of fingers upon keys, Morgan commenced to override traces of their former existence with the meticulousness of a master painter covering a flawed canvas. Code cascaded across screens with the deliberate rhythm of a symphony, each line a note in a grand overture of rebirth. It was not merely an act of erasure but a resurrection, the creation of a pristine digital identity from the ashes of the old. With the birth of this new persona, Morgan's past became a legend, morphed into something akin to a distant fairy tale or a fable reserved for campfire lore. Amidst this transformation, a zealous young soul named Jesse surfed the subterranean waves of the Internet, the youthful ambition shining brightly in the dark alleys of the web. Jesse was a talent of unique caliber, a disruptor who sought not only to unlock the encrypted puzzles of the virtual world but to redefine them. To Morgan, they presented the perfect accomplice, a key to infiltrating the fortress Morgan once helped build, the enterprise now presided over by the treacherous Alex. A clandestine meeting materialized within the digital underbrush, a virtual space immune to surveillance and prying eyes. There, in the Echoic Chamber of Anonymous Avatars, Morgan extended a hand to Jesse, not in flesh, but through whispers of encrypted propositions. Are you not desirous to test the extents of your prowess upon a stage grander than the petty skirmishes you are accustomed to? Morgan inquired with the articulation of a seasoned architect pitching a new creation. Jesse, intrigued and flattered by the confidence of this digital enigma, accepted, although with an underlying tremor of apprehension, This was no common hacktivist endeavor, this was a descent into the battlefield of corporate warfare, a territory marked by cutthroat tactics and ruthless adversaries. With their forces allied, they set their sights on Alex's company, a citadel festooned with security measures and digital sentinels monitoring every pixel that dared to cross its threshold. Jesse's role was infiltration, the subtle sliding of the digital fingers into the cracks of Alex's defenses, while Morgan's was the grand orchestration of downfall, each move calculated with the precision of a chess grandmaster. The initial breach was as elegant as it was devastating, a series of seemingly innocuous anomalies that gained momentum, burgeoning into a cascade of systemic failure. Servers faltered under manufactured loads, data became entangled in its own pathways, and confusion permeated the ranks of Alex's personnel. Alex, sitting upon his throne of screens, could scarcely fathom the source, this phantom strike that seemed arisen from the void. As his digital empire convulsed, his eyes searched feverishly for a culprit, for a reason behind this sudden onset of cyber calamity. Meanwhile, Morgan watched, a shadowed spectator behind the theater of monitors, as the first seedlings of revenge took root in the fertile soil of chaos. The cyber-attack, a maestro's first note in a symphony of retribution, hung in the network like a lingering echo, one that resonated through the labyrinthine corridors of the online world. It whispered of a new player in the game, a ghost in the machine, Morgan, the cyber-count, resurgent and relentless. The saga of their vengeance was just unfurling, the echoes in the network heralding the dawn of a digital reckoning. Chapter 6, Gilded Webs At the heart of the digital labyrinth lay Nikolai's sanctuary, a place where the flickering screens illuminated faces shrouded in the dim glow of cybernetic omnipotence. Morgan, assuming the guise of an unassuming shadow in this network of digital titans, stood amidst the ranks of those who commanded bytes and algorithms as if they were orchestrating a symphony of chaos. To the rest of the world, Nikolai was an enigma, behind a persona as charismatic as it was electrifying, with an air of power shrouding him, an echo of a digital deity in this modern pantheon. It was to this collective, hidden from the eyes of the world by layers upon layers of encryption and secrecy, that Morgan had come to leverage resources for the cyber onslaught that would serve as the cornerstone of their revenge. Samantha, too, was a figure crucial to the plan, an embodiment of virtue in a world so easily clouded by deceit. Her bravery as a whistleblower could not be overstated, and her knowledge of the inner workings of Alex's empire granted her the ability to guide Morgan's hand right to the jugular. As they laid out the blueprint upon which chaos would be sown, Samantha unveiled a trove of damning information, forged in the fires of corruption, that would burn the facade of Alex's corporation to the ground. The plots conceived in that sanctum would be the strands of webbing in a grander scheme, one that would ensnare Alex's virtual dominion and drag it into the arcane depths of public scrutiny and contempt. Morgan observed the ensemble orchestrating their parts in this intricate operation, a hunter setting traps for the most cunning of prey. Under the cover of night, the assault began. It was a ballet of coding prowess, a symphony of digital disruption that unhinged the false stability of Alex's operations. With a sleight of hand and a swiftness that betrayed a life consigned to skulking through this shadowland, Nikolai's people unleashed a barrage of cyber-attacks, each one crafted with meticulous precision and an artist's touch. Samantha's revelations, once brandished like a sword, cut through the thick fabric of lies woven by Alex's hand, a fusillade of evidence disseminated through the whistleblowing channels to the press, painting the digital firmament with streaks of supposed corporate injustice and greed. The information torrent cascaded onto social media platforms, splashing headlines onto the newsfeeds of an increasingly connected populace, inciting outrage, disbelief, and finally, a groundswell of condemnation. As the tempest of data and revelation swept over the populace, public opinion shifted like a sand dune in face of gusting desert winds. Calls for action rose in clamoring cacophony, each voice adding to the collective uproar against the once-untouchable titan of the industry. Alex's empire, a fortified citadel of wealth and power, poised confidently upon the precipice of its own hubris, began to quiver. The very foundations, laid upon the backs of secrecy and manipulation, nudged by the revelations of corruption, quaked. Stocks plummeted as investors recoiled, clients questioned their stake, and the tendrils of loyalty that once held firm began to fray and snap. The once gleaming exterior of his corporate edifice showed its first cracks, spelling an inexorable deterioration that no amount of PR plaster could mend. In the silence of triumph, Morgan watched the world awaken to the deceit that had lived among them. With every drop of leaked knowledge seeping into the collective conscience, they saw the fruits of their schemes ripening, a bitter harvest sown from the seeds of treachery that Alex had carelessly scattered years before. Alex's once impenetrable web of control had been met by a gilded web of vengeance, woven strand by strand with the silken threads of justice and retribution. And as the world watched on, the architect of this elaborate plot stood back, lingering in the shadows, witnessing the beginning of an empire's fall. Chapter 7, The Shadows Hunt. Agent Sarah Gibson's workspace was shrouded in electronic silence, save for the unceasing tapping of fingers upon keys that spoke of a relentless hunt. Screens cast an artificial sheen across her desk, each a window into the digital domain she meticulously patrolled. She traced the patterns of cyber attacks like a cartographer mapping an invisible war, drawing the web of elusive encounters and the ghostly presence of her quarry, Morgan. The digital landscape before her was marred with the wreckage of financial institutions, breached databases, and false trails, each a testament to the cyber count's cunning. Yet amid the chaos, Sarah found rhythm, a delicate cadence that no amount of randomness could disguise. It was the careful choreography of Morgan's attacks, a consistent thread woven into the fabric of their crime. Pulling on this thread, she sensed the beginning of unraveling, a path that could potentially lead her to Morgan. As Morgan navigated the labyrinth of the Internet, forging and dissolving connections with a ballotic precision, they were unaware of the tightening noose. Living in the shadow of the digital avatar, they moved like a specter through the net, erasing any trace of their passing with deft keystrokes and layers of obfuscation. It was during an orchestration of a complex financial assault, a digital dance designed to lead Alex's empire one step closer to ruin, that Morgan felt the ripple in their otherwise still waters. A fraction late in severing a connection, they exposed a sliver of their electronic trail. It was all that Sarah needed. With a surge of anticipation tightening her grip upon the mouse, Sarah plunged deep into forensic data, filtering through logs and IPs, decrypting hashes and gateways. The line between hunter and prey blurred, the pursuit narrowing to a race through virtual pathways, that stretched and twisted like the roots of an ancient tree. Morgan's heart beat a staccato rhythm that seemed to echo through the quiet corners of their secluded room as they conjured countermeasures. With a thought that broke through the fevered focus, they spun an intricate web of false transactions, mirages that beckoned with the promise of truth. Each a trap designed to ensnare, to confound, to throw Sarah off their trail. Time folded upon itself, seconds stretching into hours as the two adversaries warred in silence, a conflict invisible to the world around them. In this game of digital cat and mouse, Morgan slipped through a narrowing crevice in the encircling siege, reinitiating the cloak of their anonymity. Sarah recoiled as the digital effigy of her target vanished from her screens. Frustration, sharp and biting, sparked in her eyes, but it was the fuel that fed her resolve. Her pursuit intensified, her methods growing more audacious, her scrutiny leaving no stone unturned, no datum unchecked. Across the world, unbeknownst to Morgan, their actions had become the linchpin in a career-spanning case that would cement Sarah's reputation as a determined sentinel of cyberspace. She committed herself anew, devouring intelligence reports, piecing together the psychology of her opponent, understanding that the truth was a needle in a field of technological haystacks. And as the stakes ascended like the crescendo of a tumultuous symphony, so did the certitude in both their hearts, for Morgan, a belief in their untouchability, and for Sarah, the unshakable conviction that every shadow, no matter how elusive, someday yields to light. Chapter 8 The Nexus Point In the pulsating heart of the metropolis, where the digital and physical worlds intertwined like the threads of a spider's web, Morgan grappled with phantoms of their own crafting. Gone were the days of clear-cut code and predictable algorithms, now, the ghosts of betrayal bled through every line of datum that crossed their vision. The flickering light of multiple monitors gave the room an otherworldly glow, reflecting off Morgan's intense eyes as they poured over streams of information, seeking the next move in a game of digital chess. But in these quiet hours, when the world hushed and the clamor of keyboards fell still, Morgan was left alone with their thoughts. And it was then that the apparitions began to assail their mind. The shadowy corners of the room seemed to swell with the memories of friends and foes alike. Alex's face loomed largest among them, a once-cherished visage twisted into a sneer of duplicity. Morgan's hands hovered over the keyboard as sweat beaded on a furrowed brow. Their pulse raced, a thrumming echo in the silence. The air felt thick with the electric hum of servers, a constant reminder of the web of revenge they had spun so meticulously. It was in that haunting stillness, surrounded by the ghosts of what once was and what could have been, that a crackle sounded from the intercom. Jesse's voice, usually brimming with youthful confidence and zeal, now trembled with uncertainty. Morgan, are we doing the right thing? The question hung in the air, jagged and stark against the sea of codes. Morgan pressed a button, and with a voice as steady as they could muster replied, Justice isn't black and white, Jesse. We're walking a shadowy path, but remember the wrongs that were done. Remember why we started. Jesse was silent for a beat, a quiet intake of breath the only sign of their presence. But when does it end, Morgan? When does the pursuit for justice become just another act of vengeance? That question struck a chord, setting off resonant echoes through Morgan's fraught consciousness. On screen, lines of code abruptly blurred into indecipherable glyphs, spots of color danced before tired eyes. The whispers of doubt that Morgan had tamed for so long now surged forth with unrestrained vigor. And then Morgan saw them, wraith-like, clad in garments of aching memories, the forms of the betrayed, the innocent bystanders caught in the crossfire of their quest for retribution. Their silent accusations tightened like a noose, and for a moment, Morgan's resolute conviction faltered. What indeed was the cost of a vendetta so consuming? The office felt cavernous, a more of darkness that threatened to swallow them whole. With an effort that felt Herculean, Morgan pushed back from the desk, stumbling to their feet. The phantoms pressed closer, and the air was thick with their silent recriminations. Each step felt laden with the weight of chains, chains that had once been shattered but now seemed to be forging anew. Morgan staggered to the window, pressing a hand against the cool glass as they looked out upon the city, so alive, so oblivious to the digital storms that raged above it. The view from this height had always brought perspective, but now it evoked a precipice, a brink beyond which lay only darkness. The duality of their pursuit laid bare, Morgan breathed deep, drawing in the chill night that crept through the ajar window. Once more, they allowed their mind to consider the path not traveled, the roads forsaken in their pursuit. The faces of those they had loved, before the betrayal had set their world aflame, came to them with a clarity that stung like salt in fresh wounds. Morgan turned away from the glass, from the visions of a life unspooled. They returned to the consoles, to the blinking retinue of screens that had become their loyal companions in solitude. Here amidst the coded confessions of their war, Morgan found again the certainty of purpose. The specters of doubt receded, banished to the corners from whence they had come. With renewed determination, Morgan set to work, keystrokes resounding like the drumbeat of an approaching reckoning. There were final demons yet to confront before the end, demons of flesh and blood, and those that dwelled within. As the dawn began to fracture the night with its insistent light, Morgan closed their eyes for just a moment, allowing themselves the briefest respite. When they opened them again, the room was filled with the clear, sharp tones of day. Resolute and poised on the nexus point of the grand design, Morgan knew that there was no turning back, that ahead lay the culmination of all they had wrought, the irrevocable cusp of vengeance and the hope of redemption knit tightly together in the fabric of their fate. Chapter 9, Cipher of Vendetta At the heart of the networked world, shielded by layers of encrypted firewalls and pseudonymous identities, Morgan faced Alex in a digital fortress designed to be impenetrable. This cyber domain, a manifestation of Alex's hubris, was where Morgan had aimed the calculating assault. On screens scattered around the globe, enthralled audiences watched as anonymous avatars skirmished, surrogates for the titans of technology behind them. Neither Morgan nor Alex had anticipated that the private war would become a spectacle, but a stray algorithm had betrayed them, streaming their face off across the internet. Alex, as Morgan foresaw, underestimated the shadow that Morgan had become, a wraith in the wires. With every keystroke, Alex fought the invading presence, confident in his digital defenses, unaware that Morgan had crafted the very layers he trusted. Did you really think you could escape me, Morgan? Alex taunted through the text channels. His words echoed a venomous condescension, a voice Morgan remembered all too well from the courtroom, from that pivotal moment of betrayal. Morgan's response was a silent dance of code, a beauty in its precision, verse after verse of programming expertise unfurling to dismantle Alex's empire with the elegance of a maestro conducting a symphony of destruction. Agents of chaos, unleashed, work their way through the labyrinth of Alex's corporate systems. One by one, Alex watched in disbelief as his assets, accounts, and control waned. The screens that once displayed his dominion now mirrored his downfall. Yet, it was more than revenge, at this moment, Morgan sought justice. A dossier of documents, evidence of Alex's corrupt dealings, and the manufactured accusations against Morgan, seeped onto the web, catalyzed by the same algorithms that had been perverted to entrap. As the digital onslaught continued, Alex's confident facade began to crumble, his fingers stumbling over keys, eyes wide with the realization of his impending defeat. His allies, hungry for self-preservation, started to abandon him, sensing the ship of his fortune sinking into an abyss of his own making. Morgan's plan, a meticulous crafting of retributive justice, had reached its apotheosis. The empire that rose from treachery was being sundered, fractures spreading like spiderwebs across a fallen titan. There, in the glare of millions of digital onlookers, Alex's voice grew frantic, his commands ineffectual against the waves of truth Morgan unleashed. I made you, Alex's text screamed across the ether, a desperate declaration that Morgan deftly dismissed, knowing well the self-made lie it was. The only thing you've made, Morgan typed back, the message stark and final on a thousand exposed digital surfaces, is your bed of lies. And now, you shall lie in it. The final keystroke was a silent send-off, a trail of characters that signed off on Alex's fate, locking him out of his own network, signaling the authorities, and severing the last thread of his influence. And just as Morgan reached the denouement, they paused, disbelief woven into their triumph. The weight of the vendetta that had consumed them felt both lighter and heavier, lighter for having been accomplished, heavier with the realization of its toll, The cipher of vendetta, a code of revenge they had lived by, was finally complete. Morgan leaned back from their console, the glow of the screen reflecting a countenance that bore both satisfaction and sorrow. The victory was sweet, undoubtedly, but the cost of redemption had etched itself deep into Morgan's soul. The tale that unfolded was a digital echo of an ancient story, where the chains of injustice forged links that not even time could erode. And yet, in the breaking of those chains, in this modern retelling of wrath and restitution, Morgan discovered a truth that went beyond code, beyond wealth, beyond revenge. Even as the digital world lauded the mysterious Avenger and speculated on the identity behind the Avatar, Morgan contemplated the path ahead. For in the fall of the Cyber Count, a new legacy would be coded, one not of vengeance, but of purpose reborn. Chapter 10, Resurgence of Identity. As the last bites of data that tethered Alex to his illicit reign receded into the void of cyberspace, Morgan stood alone in the dimly lit sanctuary, a room both sparse and sanctified by the glow of monitors that had served as their arsenal. They had triumphed in a campaign that was as glorious as it was grim, a modern-day battlefield where keystrokes were the weapons and information the spoils of war. Now, as silence descended, it was not the thrill of victory that claimed Morgan's senses, but the weight of solitude and the haunting echoes of a life undone by vengeance. Turning away from the screens, Morgan faced the city that unfurled beyond the glass, a panorama of lights twinkling like a constellation fallen to earth. They considered the price of their crusade. Friends once cherished were now adversaries writhing in the web of ruin woven with Morgan's own hands. The hollow taste of retribution lingered, each success tinged with a shadow of regret. For in their quest to settle the score, Morgan had not merely dismantled Alex's empire, they had altered the essence of their being, threading the needle of their soul through the eye of retribution. In the depths of contemplation, Morgan recognized that what was gained surpassed mere wealth or status. It was the knowledge of one's own capabilities, too often veiled in the complacency of routine life, now laid bare by necessity's sharpened edge. The fortune that once tempted with sparkling allure now served as testament that Morgan's spirit could not be bought nor broken. Days passed as Morgan donned the cloak of an ordinary life once more, seeking solace in the mundane. Yet the drumming of purpose, silent for so long, began to beat again in the chambers of their heart. There remained a wealth of unsolved puzzles in the world, encryptions of injustice and exploitation waiting to be deciphered and righted. With this epiphany, Morgan's existence sparked anew, as they glimpsed a path that stretched toward the horizon, a way forward that merged the caliber of their craft with the call of conscience. It was on the crest of dawn, where light tiptoed across the expanse of sky, painting it with the promise of rebirth, that Morgan set forth to reconcile two worlds they once deemed irreconcilable, the digital realm they had mastered and the physical world they had evaded. They ventured into the heart of communities long neglected by privilege, where people grappled with inequities that could be eased, if not entirely erased, through technology's tempered touch. With newfound allies, Morgan deployed their expertise not as a weapon but as a tool for empowerment. Educational programs flourished, data became accessible, and those who had been silenced found their voice in the tapestry of global connection. Where once Morgan had sown distrust, now they cultivated unity, and the ghosts of their past faded, their whispers drowned by the chorus of progress. It was there, standing amidst a throng of faces alight with hope, that Morgan understood the true nature of wealth. It was not the coins that clinked in virtual wallets nor the numbers that marched across the screens. It was the richness of lives uplifted, the vibrancy of communities revitalized, and the profound peace that comes with knowing one's actions forged a legacy not defined by vengeance, but by virtue. In the blending of the digital and physical worlds, Morgan found an equilibrium that soothed their once turbulent soul. Looking back at the journey that had reshaped the destiny, they saw not just a sequence of calculated steps but a grand, if arduous, ballet of self-discovery, a dance that taught them the power of transformation, the endurance of the human spirit, and the immutable truth that every ending heralds the whisper of a new beginning.